St. Teresa of Jesus, the Interior Castle, the Fifth Mansions. These fifth mansions mark the growth and development of the new gift of contemplative prayer given in the fourth mansions. This section shows her obedience and love for the Lord in writing this book and a deep desire to share with others, especially her daughters in Carmel, how deeper prayer is apostolic and effective for the prayer for the church. Prayer is the greatest power in the world. And St. Teresa wants her monastery to be on fire with prayer for the church in turmoil. We should be seeking for the same gift today. This new fire within us is not an abstract self-centred enterprise. What others, even ourselves, think of us is irrelevant. What God thinks of us is primary. Rather, this deep prayer will set the world on fire with God's love. In her own life, she is busy founding Carmelite monasteries and helping many and with the mark of the cross, enduring all sorts of opposition. The contemplative life is in the real world, not an escape. So she writes, This is what prayer is for, and high mystical favours too, always to produce good works and good works alone. She always combines lofty idealism and practical sense. Contemplation is the inflowing of divine knowledge and love in our souls. It is a gift and beyond the natural. Here in these fifth mansion is called the prayer of union, a quieting of the soul and being taken up by God into his peace. The person is given the gift of deep interior prayer. Hence it cannot be described fully, but can be said to be like this or that. So St. Teresa writes, No one can describe them. The understanding is not able to comprehend them. She asks for God's grace to describe them, and it was given by the Holy Spirit. Hence our reading of the interior castle in 2021. She describes this prayer as heaven on earth, a hidden treasure that we carry about within ourselves, a foretaste of divine joys. It brings with it a deep peace that nothing can disturb, It is the outcome of our Lord's own intervention. He will come into the centre of the soul without using a door, as he did when he came to his disciples and said, Peace be with you. And we left the sepulchre without removing the stone. This prayer is like a seal on wax. The soul is sealed with his love. We can accept this seal. We can be quiet and consenting. In fact, she teaches that the real prayer is the one who seeks to do God's will. That is the real test and result of God working within us. She also uses her analogy of the silkworm and spends some time on this analogy. How can this ugly worm become a lovely butterfly? So in prayer we are becoming transformed like that of the worm. The darkness is a time of change. She also uses the image of the longing for the spiritual betrothal. The biblical book, The Song of Songs, has been a great source for describing God's love for us and our love for him. In the fifth mansion, there's no actual betrothal, but much preparation. Just as a courting couple spend much time together, so our heart is set on God and their true love. Amazingly, Amazing that God should set his heart on us, she writes. It is above all earthly joys, above all delights, 
above all consolations and still more than that. How wonderful. So obedient, humble love is a test of this time, not vague good feelings that can be deceiving. Again, any preoccupation with how far we have progressed is not helpful. Any true progress is a growing, humble awareness of how great God is, and we are merely little beggars. True union with God leaves us humble, not proud. There is no room in these mansions for idle self-satisfaction. Also, we become more Christ-like in his compassion for the sins of the world. There is no feeling of superiority over others, but a feeling of deep gratitude for God's goodness to us. The experiences of that of being caught up in God. We can notice that St. Teresa is very insistent that our lifestyle will be changed during this time. A light goes on inside the person. The free visit of God within us gives rise to greater patience, acceptance of the cross, a growing desire to reject the world and its attractions. We are changed and we know it is completely God's work. However, while we do little compared to God's work, it is important that we be generous and forgiving. She writes, He will have it all. In proportion to what you know you have been given will be your reward, be it great or small. So what must we do to grow in the fifth mansions? One, first again, be humble, be grateful. St. Teresa, a doctor of the church, writes, Great are the wiles of the devil, for he will turn hell upside down a thousand times in order to make us imagine we possess a virtue which in reality we do not, we do not have. She is firmly based in the real world. Five, dispose ourselves. We cannot earn fifth matching contemplative prayer, but St. Teresa writes, Though in this work which our Lord himself does, we can do nothing. Yet by our disposing us, we can contribute much to induce his majesty to bestow this favour upon us. We dispose ourselves by casting aside all self-love and our own will. Let us not adhere to any earthly things. Let us perform works of penance, prayer, mortification, obedience, and all the rest as you value. And thirdly, love for neighbour. Help the poor little ones of this world. Forgive others who hurt you. Do not carry grudges. St. Teresa writes, You will never arrive at full union unless you have perfect love of your neighbour.